Good afternoon, good evening, good morning to everybody and a happy new year. This is the North versus South podcast with myself, State, and my co-host Heath. Happy new year to you, buddy. Yep, happy new year to you too, buddy. It feels like about a million years since we last recorded our, our Christmas special and it feels like a lot has happened since then. Too much almost to talk about, but I think everyone can forgive us yeah. a little bit for having this time off for two reasons. Unfortunately, both State and myself both got ill during the Christmas New Year period and and also we had a fair few bits and pieces that we needed to do and see and people to see and all that. The podcast, unfortunately, we had to take a couple of weeks off. Please we don't winter lynch break, us. Unlike the Premier League. Winter break, unlike the Premier League, we we we, we embrace a winter break. We well, it depends on what teams, right? Because I think Burnley have had a winter break. I think Watford have had a winter break, right? So it all depends on what team. Some of them have had one uh, without really choosing to. But um, yeah. yeah, how was how... been having a winter break all season? <laughs> doing it all year, winter break. Yeah. <laughs> not not turning up, not playing. Uh, happy so. happy twenty twenty two with a Watford insult. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in 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 a week's time, mate, you might actually be in the position where you can't take the piss out of Watford anymore because they're doing so badly. They've got Newcastle. They've got Burnley and Norwich in six days, like all three games in six days. Could be quite interesting. You might feel sympathy for me. I will. Trust me. I will not feel sympathy for you at all. I'll embrace the the pain. I'll embrace it for you. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Okay. (laughs) Well, I hope hope everyone had a nice Christmas and the new year. And uh, I hope everyone's happy and healthy and, um, you know, they're, they're all in good good mindset for to, to crack on to the, the the rest of the season i mean it's been quite a, a an interesting period i think a lot of people have had some real frustrations with the last minute cancellations i'm sure the everton leicester game might get mentioned today by my uh, my counterpart later yes um it's, it's it, I, I have and i'm sure i speak for us all here today but i have all the sympathy in the world for for all the fpl people out there who are having to deal with this because you know the one thing that fpl community prides themselves on is is planning for fixtures planning for you know certain situations occurring and these last minute cancellations have really kind of got to them. What, what are you thinking about all that kind of stuff mate yeah i think the only thing you've been able to do over this period is just wait and wait and wait and stuff you make your decisions you make your transfers you do this and that because you know you just used in you're in limbo and you don't know until last minute until cancellations you know you plan for a double game week you you know what you make dominic calvert lewin your captain for a double game week and then it fucks up twofold you know but i won't get into it right now but you just can't do it and fpl players i've been speaking with my friends who do it and um you know you follow people you follow on twitter and you know everyone's in the same boat you see and you just gotta make do you probably can use it as an excuse at the end of the season if you're not in your in a ranking position you don't want to be if you lose a head-to-head um sort of um league you can blame you can blame this for that if you want or you can just have to accept the fact everyone's in the same boat you've just got to try and play as smart as you can and and hope you get a bit of luck go your way you know it's just like you need a bit of luck to go your way you need things to go your way even when you, you are sort of not hindered by cancellations I think it's it is just that way at the moment. Um, 
hopefully, because a lot of the clubs have had games called off recently, hopefully a lot of them now have got past the the, the main sort of um, spurt of the, the Omnicom environment. It's now hopefully going out the other side. You know, the figures have started coming down. Um, so fingers crossed now we might get to start having um, some, some good sort of um, FPL weeks ahead. There's going to be a lot of double game weeks coming up. Obviously, we've got one coming up in game week 22, which we'll no doubt talk about later on in the podcast. Um, so it'll be interesting interesting to see how, how that goes. And um, I think it is, hopefully, just everyone can get back to it now and start enjoying it. What's done is done. We can't do anything about it. We've just got to crack on and do what best we can as FPL managers and, and gurus. 100%, mate. That's a, that's a really good positive message. It's, it's actually very unlike you to be so mature. I like it. It's, it's a new me. It'll last for about another five minutes and then you can expect the old state and I know my fans will be very happy to, to hear that, all three of them. So, and, and today's podcast, we have got um, you know a few things that we're going to go through. We're going to give you a, a little bit of joy, talk a little bit about the beginning of the North versus South podcast, you know, let you know about the inception of it, um, you know, where it came from and what we've been about. Then we'll go into our game week review. We are still currently in a game week. We've got um, West Ham Norwich happening at the moment. So interest for both of us because I, Heath has some West Ham players. I've got a Norwich player in my squad. So there's that. We'll then do our shit list. North versus our mini league updates. Our newest feature, which we've done a couple of times now. So it's probably not to be called a new one. The On the spot. Then we've got a game week preview for an exciting um, you know, dual game week coming up and then obviously we'll, we're finishing off with a quiz actually this week I've done a quiz for Heath one that will test his FPL knowledge of January transfers um, both current transfers recently and um, maybe a few past ones as well so we've, we've got that to do as well so lots to get through as always and um, yeah an exciting exciting one really so Heath where, where are we at then over to you my friend so we've recently been engaged with quite a few of people from the FPL community and been speaking to them. They showed some interest in the podcast. So we, you know, spoken to a few and they, they were interested in how this got going. So I thought it'd be good just to kind of get, give people an idea of where this started, like a brief understanding of the inception of the North versus South FPL podcast, because it, it wasn't that you know, interesting how it all started, but it also is interesting. What is interesting is how State and myself kind of came about this because realistically, I've, I've heard a lot of people talking about them being interested in starting a, a podcast, which if I'm being honest with you, I love the idea of someone having any element of inspiration behind something else that we've done. It doesn't happen that often, but every now and then someone will say to us, what you've done has been brilliant really enjoyed it and it's inspired me to do a podcast now i actually think that's down to the fact that we sound so shit they're thinking if they can do it i can do it <laughs> but no i i thought it'd be i thought it'd be good and, and like it'd be great to hear like from both sides so how about we start with you state of of how you got involved and what 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 was kind of going through uh your mind when when it all kind of kicked off what, what's what's been the highs and lows and frustrations and the, the good stuff that you've kind of experienced during this this period of, of our podcast? I was roped into this when I was drunk once. I had a phone call off Heath. He said he wanted to speak to me, and that's how I got into the podcast. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, um, 
you know, it's it's something I, I've been playing FPL for a number of years, and you know, I've, I've never really sort of thought of doing a podcast. You know, I'm, I wasn't a, a huge listener of podcasts, but then you know, I've been sort of looking into it and then seen a lot more things on social media about it. So, it, you know, it sort of made sense when he came to me with this idea. He pulled me in with the whole north south sort of theme, and you know, noticing that there's nothing there's nothing else like this on out there. And you know, being different, I like to be different. I don't like to be normal, boring. I like to say things how I can say things. I like to have a, a voice and you know, put my opinion out there. And I like to not give a crap about whether you think my opinion's right or not. So it's you know, that's the beauty for me is that I can say what I want on here. Me and Heath don't really, you know, we, we, we care about this podcast, but at the same time, we're not here to to be heroes. We're not here to be legends, you know, apart from to our between ourselves. And I just I just enjoy that about it. To be fair, it gets me an hour or two away from the missus as well, and that's that's quite helpful. She's downstairs, so hopefully she didn't hear that. She shouldn't be able to do. And like I said, yeah, you know, the good thing for me as well with FPL is I don't support any Premier League team. I think they're all fucking prima donnas. The clubs are all money grabbing gets, and um, you know, that's that's my opinion about Premier League football. But I love FPL. Because I love trying, you know, watching, see if my players do well, and try and get the better of somebody else, a friend, a colleague. You know, you get it's competitive edge, and I'm very competitive. So, yeah, those are those are the highs, lows. Every time I lose a game week to Heath is a big low. Um, last season was very very tough. We didn't obviously demonstrate that we didn't record it last year, thankfully, and I'll put it out. Well, we did record it. We just didn't put it out to the world, thank God, because my team was so bad. Um, so yeah, that's always a low thing. Um, but yeah, there hasn't been too many lows to be honest with you. I mean, Christmas time just not being able to do it was a bit of a low, um, because sometimes life does take over. Um, I've got a I've got a youngin, um, which I might have mentioned before. And Christmas time, this was his first real Christmas where he got it. So so you know, I you know I just you know I went well as well. But you know stuff like that sort of takes you away from it. So it's a bit good not being able to do it. But I think as well. Probably a blessing in disguise. Couple of week break, we're refreshed, and yeah, I'm I'm pumped and ready to go. And we've got a we're, we're we're hoping to complete this season strongly now. This the second half of the season, aren't we, Heath? Yeah, definitely, definitely, mate. And I, I, I'll give I'll give you the uh, the the rest of the story. So basically, what happened for me was um, I was in a in in a situation where I needed something. Uh, outside of what I was doing it was COVID I was I was fine mentally and stuff I wasn't having any issues I'm fortunate I, I live with you know my other half who's who's great fun she's really great to be around she isn't listening and even if you think she is <laughs> the opposite of her state but she she's great company but I did think that I needed something that I needed to get myself motivated and I felt if ever I had a chance to be creative this was the moment I have been playing FPL for a long time, probably for about 12, 13, 14 years, whatever it is. And I love it. absolutely love it. And when I worked out what I was, what I felt like my niche was, that was it. And the FPL community, I, I, I signed up to that on, on Twitter, got talking to people. They, they seemed like good people and they all seemed good fun. There's, there's ups and downs with the F, FPL community, but overall, there's some great characters. And I just thought, why not? The state got roped in because I did ask a group of my friends who I went to school with who live a bit more local to me. And I thought that would be better and easier. And 
for one reason or another. First choice. He wasn't even first choice. Yeah. I had a different idea, completely different idea, to be honest. And that didn't work out. And it was then I thought I went to university and studied journalism with state and it was sports journalism. And I thought, well, this is, if ever there was a good time to ask some of my uni friends if they wanted to do something to do with sports journalism, this was it. And of all of my uni friends, we've got some great friends to be fair, but State was easily the person who liked the sound of his own voice nearly as much as I did. So he was the person I, I went to first, without a doubt. And fortunately, he said yes straight away, pretty much. I don't even think I told you too much about it. You were like, yeah, well, for it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, count me in, count me in. You fair, still can't do an Auburn accent, but no, uh, yeah. no, no. I'll keep, I'll keep trying. But fair play to him, and um, and yeah, we we recorded a whole season worth of of podcasts uh, on and off. Not every, we we tried to do maybe every every other week or something like that. But we ended up doing probably about eight or nine podcasts during last season, and we were trying to work out what worked for us really. And after a while, we, we got to a few bits and pieces that we enjoyed. Then in the summer, we, we made a few decisions, cut a few bits and pieces, add a few pieces. And then uh, once we, we, we got kind of like a, a definitive structure, we then started recording it and then actually publishing it via, uh, we used Red Circle to publish. And honestly, I, I, the only lows that I think I can tell you about is just the frustration of, like State says, like wanting to do certain things, you just can't do it. It's not in your hands. You want to get this done. You want to get that done and you just can't do it. I've, I've stayed up till a couple of times till, you know, the, the early hours of the morning to get, you know, to edit the podcast and get it out there because I want you guys to have the podcast. Otherwise it would have been two or three days because of social engagements and stuff. And obviously I wasn't happening during COVID, but now it is. And obviously I'd rather it the way it is now, but it, it does give it, you know it's quite tough at times but the good parts of it is that without a doubt it's one of the highlights of the week absolutely love it when whenever we talk to each other and we get the podcast out there you know i always get texts from some of the you know my mates and and some of the fpl community telling us what they liked about it and even some constructive criticism which we 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 really appreciate um you know like that any kind of feedback and any kind of any person who says to us that they're listening and enjoying it, it, it just makes you realize how, how lucky we are to be in this position that we can do this now. Because 10 years ago, I would not have been able to get the equipment, wouldn't have, know how to edit, wouldn't have had the computer software, anything like that to be able to do anything like this. So it's brilliant, loving life. And um, I'm glad that we've been able to kind of get this out there because 2021 was a really good year. That's the the, the official inception of this podcast but 2022 is where we take it to the next level we, we've got a couple of reassurances we weren't sure if we're going to get that we're going to you know going to have for 2022 and we're going to keep this coming hopefully we can get a few more podcasts out away from the the general kind of weekly weekly episodes that we send out maybe we could do a couple more of the nazcas and maybe we can kind of do a few more of the fpl team in the past if, if you guys want to listen to that anyway but at the moment, we're going to focus on our weekly stuff. And I mean, yeah, I think probably best to, to, to jump in. Otherwise, we will be talking all, all night yeah. and you guys are probably going to switch off and not listen to our weekly stuff. So let's crack on with the, the game week review. And, and as I always say at the end of each podcast, I hope you enjoy. You know, it's an absolute pleasure to be to be speaking to you all. And 
happy 2021 oh my god happy 2022 <laughs> I'm playing the drinking game right now Heath, because that's, i have uh, got a glass of uh, wine i'll have a little drink for that have a sip of that definitely <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on the juice i'm on the juice today i'm um, you know trying to do a little health kick you know only 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 for a few only for like during the week you know i'm just yeah. trying not to drink during the week Weekend start off Thursday, so I drink Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We, we have to start recording on Thursday nights then, mate. Yeah, yeah, gosh. Yeah, that, that could be interesting. I'm sure I'll be out of this sort of kick in about a couple of weeks' time. It's just to try and get back fit for the for the recommencement of the football season and when I play. So on to the, this week's um, game week review. As I mentioned already, we still have got a game in play at the moment. I will um, throw updates to you. Um, uh, as and when it, you know, you probably already know this because you've been listening to this after the event, but we're still getting excited about it. You know, West Ham are beating Norwich. What a shock that is at the moment. Um, 1-0. Jared Bowen scored the goal. Sue Fowles got the assist as well. I don't know if you still got them in your team, Heath, but you can you can let us know what's 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 happening with your team. Yeah, I'm having I'm having a really good week. I made a few decisions that I was kind of hoping would go my way, but let's be honest, I got very, very lucky with the the double game week for West Ham that's going ahead and the Everton game week that didn't go ahead for yourself and the double game week didn't go ahead for yourself, mate. So I'm not going to pretend like I'm, I've done... It looks like I'm going to win this by skill. I think I've just got a bit lucky with bits and pieces. But, yeah, I've got um, Guaito in goal from Palace. I think that it was a good decision in the sense that I obviously had Ramsdale on the bench, but they were playing Man City at... Arsenal playing Man City. So I thought with, with Crystal Palace playing West Ham at home, I thought it's probably better to give my my Crystal Palace goalkeeper a chance. And yeah, I mean, he just got the, the one point, the same as Ramsdale. So, you know, it didn't really matter either way. Rudiger, just the one point. He got, um, he conceded twice against Liverpool, which to be honest, I, I kept my Chelsea players in, which I guess I was just kind of hoping rather than expecting with them. Cucurella, just the one point, conceded twice against Everton, even though Brighton ended up winning 3-2. Just the, yeah, just just obviously the minus one for the two goals conceded. Sue Fowers, as State says, at the moment he's on five points, but he's played two games. So he got an assist. He's got the, he's about to get another point for minutes played in a second. So like that will come up again. And he'll have the clean sheet. So, yeah, any minute now, it should go up to seven. And he's also got the point from the Palace game. He conceded twice to Palace. Then we move on to my midfield. Lucas Moura with three points. Got the clean sheet against Watford. Played the 90 minutes, but didn't do anything. Mason Mount just got the two points against Liverpool. I think he had a decent chance against them. I think it was like the... Was it was it was it like an offside or something that if they'd allowed play to carry on it would have been quite interesting but yeah he scored and then they didn't pull it back or they they blew the whistle yeah. before I don't know anyway it doesn't really matter he, you know again it was against Liverpool wasn't expecting much Sun got an assist against Watford uh, he got the so he got six points with a clean sheet then Jared Bowen who realistically I should have made captain after his goal tonight he got an assist against Palace. And he's got a goal tonight against Norwich. Probably should have made him captain. I went with Antonio, who at the moment he he got he got his goal against Crystal Palace. He's got still got time. He's still got about half an hour left in the Norwich game, and he is playing Norwich, so that, that he might get something. Who knows? 
And then Harry Kane with two points and Ollie Watkins was dropped against Brentford. So Lamptey looks like he's coming in with the one-pointer. Only played 29 minutes against um, against Everton. So, yeah, my bench was Ramsdale, Lamptey, Smith-Rowe and James. James obviously is out for a while. Smith-Rowe, I didn't want to play him against Man City and rightly so because he only got the one point and he only played like 19 minutes. So overall, I'm on 48 points. It's, if I refresh it now, yeah, there you go. It's gone up to 57. <laughs> so Supal's now... Um, oh, he obviously has got the clean sheet bonus, not one point, it's four points, idiot. So Sufau's on 10 now, Bowen's on 13, Antonio's on 18. So up to 57, not bad. How, how about yourself, mate? Fucking shit, man. Absolute <laughs> garbage. I mean, I'm just going to go through this very quickly and just get, get away from it as quickly, as, just as quick if possible. De Gea in net, three points. United was shit. He got a bonus point, though, because... Well, on, did he get? No, no, he got, he got a save point. He made five saves. I mean, yeah, Man United were terrible. And, and yeah, he got three points. Defensively, City didn't keep a clean sheet against Arsenal. They got the win, but didn't help me. Diaz, two points. Cancelo, two points. Trent got four points for Liverpool because he got an assist, but conceded two goals. So lost a bit of points there. Um, so that was, that was why he didn't get um, a little bit more. Um, midfield, Demar Gray, two points in the Everton one game. Rafina, two points. Foden didn't get on the pitch. Samari didn't play because Leicester got called off. And Yotta got five points for me because he um, he did um, he got an assist. Um, he only played 68 minutes though. Um, so, but he, yeah, he got an assist there. And Cristiano Ronaldo got two points. United were terrible. And then I went for Dominic Carver Lewin as captain because thought he's gonna he's gonna play. Bafford already said they need him. He's gonna start both games because they went out two games. He got he had a chance. He, he got he had a pet. He missed a fuck. He missed a bloody penalty. I mean, crikey, he's been out for that long and then he misses a penalty. So that cost me because he I didn't even get two points from him. He was my captain. I got zero points from my captain. Nightmare, you know. He scores that penalty. All of a sudden, I'm on twelve points with him. You know, then if they get the other game, he scores again. You know, who knows? I could have been looking at, you know, 24 points off him. Who knows? But, um, yeah, it wasn't meant to be there. You know, so Calvert, DCL, let me down there. But, you know, his first game back, um, it's good to see him back playing. You know, I think it's, it'll, be, it'll be probably, it'll be definitely something Everton need him. And, um, you know, good for, good potentially for England as well. You know, give Harry Kane some competition up there again. Um, I will have some people coming in off the bench because obviously Foden didn't play and Samari didn't play. Um, Holgate will be coming off the bench for a massive one point. Timo Pukit is playing at the moment. He's going to bring in, be bringing in two points for me. Hopefully he could get sneak a goal. That would be nice. He'd stop a clean sheet for Heath and um, you know give me a, well give me much in terms of getting a game week win. I'm not going to get that, but um, you know give me a little thing, something to smile about. My one mistake. Connor Cody is third sub for the Wolves at Man United. Um, he got six points. Wolves keep clean sheets. You know they're very good at keeping clean sheets. Or you know the games when they don't, they only concede one goal. I mean, I don't think. I think last time they conceded one or more more than one goal was in game week eleven when they lost two nil away at Palace. Since then, they've either won games one nil, drawn nil nil, or lost one nil. And Surely that's not. Sorry, mate. Surely, surely that's got to be a no-brainer that your Wolves uh, players will start coming in at the back, right? 
Oh, yeah, now, now they will be. I mean, they've, they've got rid of a lot of tough opponents there. Yeah. So, you know, Wolves players are a, a big thing, you know, for, for, for anyone out there. If you want in clean sheets from your defence, you've you got to be looking at Wolves players, you know, goalkeeper, defenders. You know, you're not too fussed about getting any attackers in, but if you want to get three players from Wolves in, you're not doing, you know, get, get two defenders and the goalkeeper in. You know, it's, um, you know the defence doesn't change very often unless there's an injury as well. Um, you know, try maybe put in one of the full backs if you want, because, um, you know, they're, they're a bit more likely maybe to, to get something in terms of um, assists. But, um, you know, I think it's, um, you know, and they're cheap. I mean, they're, they're dirt cheap. They haven't, barring, I think, um, barring, um, is it, um, it's, um, barring Roman Sass, I mean, and he's out for he's he's away now on an international duties at the African Cup of Nations. All the other defenders are under four, under five million. So um, I think you, you won't go far wrong with, with them defensively, and um, just stay away from anyone who's who's in midfield or up front for them instead. <laughs> so yeah, um, but um, yeah, I mean I'm I'm not I've not had a good week. I'm on 22 points at the moment. It'll change to about 25, 26 maybe if if Pookie can. Get a bit. I might get a bit more, but yeah, I'm looking at like 25 points. A heavy game week defeat, getting the head to head, and definitely dropping down um, the table in um in a few leagues that my northern boys are in. Um, my top four um spot is definitely out out of the question at this moment in time. But we'll we'll get to that. But yeah, bad week, bad week. Well, it's 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 great to hear, mate. It's great to hear you. You sound like on a real kind of downer, which I love to hear especially for all those weeks of, of highs that you were very much confident and enjoying a, a couple of weeks ago. So Christmas period definitely was uh, working in my favour. Um, and uh, and I'd like to just remind say of that. But it's OK, mate. Build up that rage. Don't hold it in. It's not good for you, right? This is why we've got our next feature. And that is the shit list. Ah, oh, yes, guys, you've missed the shit list. A new 2022 version of the shit list. That's right, 2022. State, kick us off. And and before you do, I have to remind you, it's a max of five players. All right? A max. You can't go more than five players or people. Okay, then. All right. <laughs> Making life tough for me now, all right? Making life very tough. Okay. Um, Dominic Calvert-Lewin, you're on my shit list. You miss a penalty, no excuse, all right? I know you come back from injury, but you miss a penalty, you wear a fucking skirt in your bloody things. People might call it a kill. I don't care. You're not Scottish, mate, so man up, all right? Don't wear the skirt. Fucking score your penalties next time, you dickhead, all right? So Calvert-Lewin, straight away on there. Cristiano Ronaldo on there. I mean, you just, you know, all these people who love Ronaldo, I love Ronaldo as well, but he's, he's just, you know, it's just not not happening enough, mate. You know, you you're not you, you, you know, you, it's no good performing it every every other week or every couple of game weeks. When you cost that much money, you need to be performing it every week. Yeah, United are in a transition period, which seems to be lasting the best part of a, a decade now. Come on, start pulling your team together and pulling them out of the crap yourself. Get some goals, do some work, you know. Hard graft. That's what happens in my day, lad. Hard graft. So you're on there as well. Pep Guardiola, you're on there. Stop fucking playing with Bill Foden. He went out, he enjoyed himself. 
Now get him, get him playing every game. He, he had a little knock, suppose, against Arsenal. Don't believe that for a second. Pep Roulette came into play, and he just thought he'd, um, you know, do that. He'd had a great game against Brentford, and then he gets, and then he's not playing against Arsenal. You know, City people can say it's an injury, but Pep's t- still to blame in my opinion. So there, there you go. That's um, three people right away. Good work. And then, and then after that, COVID. COVID is on my shit list. I mean, it's probably on a lot of people's shit list anyway, but you really fucked me up this week. Really have. I mean, you know, Everton game, great. Thank you very much for that. You know, just, um, you know, why don't you tell me about it after you bloody, you know, after my bloody captain's missed a penalty as well. Just rub salt into a into a massive flesh wound there, you know, and just stinging a little bit. You know, the, the thing about that, though, was it wasn't technically COVID. I mean, in a way, it probably was overall, but... Leicester didn't have enough players because of injuries in AFCON rather than COVID. They had a hand, maybe one or two people affected by COVID. But then a Leicester fan will probably tell you that the reason why they got the injuries was because they were playing uh, players who were not fully fit, like Vardy and whoever. Um, and that's the reason why they, they had to play those fixtures before and they got themselves injured. Players. You surely can play academy players. This, this is it. This is it, and and I I'm I'm firmly on the fence on this one because I can completely see both points of view. But you're in the camp of balls to being on the fence, lad. Make a decision, all right? None of that, none on none of this on the fence stuff. I'm not <laughs> here to be on the fence, all right? Okay, you know, I'll I'll, 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 I'll come off the fence then. Go on, what were you gonna say? No, academy players. They should be, they should have been made to use academy players, right? They can't be using Afcon and injuries as a as a reason to get game cancelled because everyone knows about bloody Afcon, right? It's happening. It's happening. Everyone knows it. They know how many players are going to lose and, and that. But that's why you have got you know academies. You know, twenty five man squads, right? You get listed, but then surely you're allowed to bring in academy players into that if they're part of your academy. So it's you know they, they've known about this. They know they're going to lose X amount of players to the uh, to the, the Afcon, and yeah, injuries can take the toll. But there's always a backup contingency there, you know. But but then you know, so that's not that's allowed to happen. But then Chelsea have seven, you know, five or six players off with COVID, and they're 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 forced to play. You know, like I said, I'm not just disappointed about this because it's cost me, you know, some extra points with players, which you know, yeah, that's annoyed me. But I just don't think it's right, you know, either. And it, and it just it just doesn't make any sense to me. But yeah, so that that's on that's on there. You know, I call it COVID, call it the, the English Premier League. You know, call it the money makers who are really making these decisions. You know, cheers for that. You know, really, really, really good. I'm loving the consistency at the moment from them. It's, it sounds fantastic. And um, yeah, you, I've got my, my faith in, in in these clubs and the the ones who make these decisions is. About as good as my faith in Boris, probably. So yeah, yeah. Well, well done. Good work. Thank you, avid fan. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, right? Let me ask you a question, just to play devil's ab- devil's advocate here, right? So it's Rotherham, and they're playing Sunderland, Wickham, and say uh, Plymouth. Plymouth up there at the moment. Yeah. All right. You've got those three games in the next week. And Rotherham come down with COVID, like your whole squad come down with COVID. They've got to play their youth players. If we played eight games in twenty days last season in a relegation battle, which we were forced to do because of COVID. No, but no, but was that right? I, was that right? And I and and, and and I and I just 
went fair enough. We get on with it, you know. Okay, but was that right though? Well, well, we had to play the games at some point, didn't we? You know. Yeah, I know. But what I'm trying to say to you is that the the whole thing is that the reason why I'm saying this is that the rules are the rules, right? Everyone has a squad of 25. They all get, they all pick a 25 man squad, right? And the idea is that I guess if you can't pick 13 players from that squad of 25 then the fixture can't happen. That's the rules the Premier League have set by the sounds of it. And unless it's a goalkeeper issue, which could change things. Now, if you know what the rules of football say? The rules of football say as long as you've got seven players on a pitch, you can play a bloody game. No, of course. Of course. But but I'm just saying that in this day and age where we're at and, you know, like football, one match, two matches, three matches could be the difference between, you know, relegation, promotion, Champions League, championship winning, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I know, but at the same time, is it is it fair? So just answer my question. You're playing Sunderland, Plymouth, and Wickham in a week. All your team comes down. You've got all these youth academy players. Do you want to play those games? Do you want to play those games? You might not want, but I'd play it. You would play them, but if you yeah. had the choice between... But, Le- but, Le- but, Le- but Leicester don't play them. You know, they no, get the I know. choice. But this if you, is, this is if where you had... Leicester don't play them. We got forced to play eight games in 20 days last year. Premier League clubs complain about playing twice in a week. And yeah, they but they can they can get away with it. They it's can a bit have, different can, though. It's a bit different yeah. because the governing body for the... Because the governing body for the Premier League is the Premier League, but the governing body for the, for the Championship is the Football League, right? So... The Football League has one rule for one and the Premier League has another rule for another. So they keep it as close to the, each other as possible. But the fact is that they're two possible different entities. Right there. Well, maybe, but at the same time, that's the rules. Right? And, and the thing is, I'm not saying what happened to Rotherham last year was diabolical. I'm with you, mate. That was disgrace. And honestly, I was gutted for you guys because you showed enough fight. Took it on the chin. Took it on the chin and, you know, we, we accepted it. And we, we, we get on. Yeah, but the thing is, you are where you where you belong, right? You'd rather you're you're a top league one, low championship team. You where you belong, kind of thing, is in the same as you know where we probably belong in in the Premier League, that kind of thing. <laughs> There's my insult of Rotherham for the year. Um, but no, jokes aside, the fact is that when it comes down to it, in my personal opinion, I didn't like the fact that this happened, but at the same time, like. Because there are certain teams, to be fair to Leeds, I know they're not, you know, your cup of tea, but Leeds have been playing they're, really understrength. Yeah, they're playing, playing understrength teams to kind of get through it. Um, with several injuries and everything, they're just getting on with it. You don't see them. No, I know, but at the same time, what I understand is that these teams, like the Premier League, they, the Premier League decide whether these games are on or off. You know, it's not like if Leeds wanted to call it off and they had every reason to because they could prove that they can only field this amount of players in their squad, then they could have got those games called off. And I'm pretty sure that they probably would have done if they could have done. So I'm sure they didn't because it wasn't, they didn't have enough to do it, you know. But I, I, all, just I, think, it, I just think it's wrong anyway. So No, and, 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 and like I say, I, I agree that it's not right, but at the same time, it is the rules and that's the rules they're going by. Like so, and it what, sucks. If I'm, if, I'm a, if I'm a club next season, then what I might do is, right, I'll, um, I'll go sign... 12 players who all play for um, African nations to, you know, countries. And then, um, then come, come January, I can get all my games called off and 
not be affected by it. You know, we'll get a few players injured as well in the meantime, just for good measure. Let's throw a few lads into nightclubs so they can pick up COVID. And then with us 12 players that are already away with African Nations Cup, then we, we can get every game called off. So that's that's what I'm going to do next season if I'm managing my FPL team. I'm going to pick only players who are playing in the African Nations Cup. And then can I get my head-to-head games called off against you next year in January? No, and, and actually, by the way, we're definitely not avoiding this game week because you, you could get 13 players out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's, that's, that's what I'll do next year. But, but guess what? I wouldn't be able to do that because it's my choice to sign those players, right? Not my choice to put them on my club. And it's these clubs' choice to sign those players. So then using that as an excuse just doesn't sit with me. You know you've got those players. Yeah, injuries on top of that, it's hard. It's a hard life. But that's what that that's life for you, all right? You you're still club, you're still getting plenty of money. Get your academy players in playing, you know, breed them, you might get a special one and stop whining about it and getting games called off and effing up everyone's FPL team as well. Thank you. Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Well have you got anyone else in your shit list? <laughs> Probably Have you, you got you, any more room? You right, you right now for bloody poking the bear. All right? You can't, so you can't put me on there. Not this early <laughs> in the year. Come on. Uh, I won't. That, that's it for me this week because, you know, you know, I can't 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 really do too much more. You know, the people who pissed me off are on there. Nice. Okay, well, I'll, I'll move on quickly and I'll get to mine quickly. And to be honest, I, I, I was going to say that New, you know, new year, new start, no shit list for me. But then I saw those two mugs in my team who <laughs> a waste of bloody space. Lucas Mora and Harry Kane. Lucas Mora, I thought, you know, it would be good fun to have an a Tottenham attacker during this period where they've got great fixtures. They've got Watford in their in their fixtures. And Mora scored two, got oh, I think he scored one, got two assists or something like that. Bring him in, you know, gets dropped, first thing, brilliant, excellent. The next one he plays against Watford, does fuck all. Okay, brilliant. Good work, Lucas. Well done, mate. Next one, Harry Kane, you've been a useless piece of shit all season. Please do something in this January transfer window. Move, go to somewhere. Go Man City if you really have to. I'm sick of the sight of you. (laughs) I really don't know what you're still doing in my team. So those two, really, that's it for me. I, I can't complain. I've had a great Christmas in the sense of FPL. I'm catching state. I'm nearly there. One more week away, it looks like, touch woods, and I could be on even points. Still got a long way to go to, to get close to his uh, overall points, Tally, but we'll see. We'll see. Which is a good, which, which is a good way of, of moving on, moving on to the next section, mate. Moving on, you know? Yeah. Opening up, get some joy back into your life, you know. Oh, there's no joy right now. You just <laughs> made me even more miserable. Um, actually, I'll get some joy out of some of the crap that's in our North South mini league. So, oh. so mini league update is actually next. Yeah, that's all. That always cheers me up. Actually, there's always some 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 funny ones in there. So um, maybe a couple might have got less points than me, or one or two. Who knows? But um, but yeah, he. How's the North versus South league doing after? After a busy Christmas time, I think we'll have a. Oh, I think we'll. You'll need to let everyone know who the December manager of the month was. Actually, actually, no. I'll. I'll just before I let you go into the updates, I'll just announce the December manager of the month for the North versus South League. It was actually you, Heath. Wow! Really? Yeah. 
I can't let you announce it yourself because we'll, we'll never hear the end of it. So I'm just getting it out of the way now. He's got 338 points. A great effort, mate. Well done, you. You beat the second place, which is Mike Matthews with 337. Chris Harrigan. Harrigan or Harrigan, is it? No, it's Harrigan. 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 You should know him by now. Well, I do. I do know him for the for the stag stuff, but I still don't. I've not spoken to him and sort of found out how to pronounce his surname. So give him a call. Ask him how he is. Yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll give him a buzz. I'll give him a buzz. Um, but yeah, so he got he came third with three two three. Uh, Paul Pond with Dirty Sancho with three one five in fourth spot. I won't mention anyone else below that. I came tenth with two ninety. But yeah, good, good, good game month for December. Heath, like you said, you've had a good December. You've done well in the in the COVID crisis time. So um, yeah, spot spot on to you, pal. And um, yeah, um, I mean, I mean, um, yeah, you can't you can't really go well. I'll tell you what was fun actually, Mister Brad Utteridge for. Arnold's a tie now, 226, 20th out of 24th in December. What Ouch. a what a what a bad, bad run. Bad Ouch. run. We were only better than the four people who were just um, you know, just always down at the bottom. So you mean you you had an embarrassing time there, Sunshine. That's quite enjoyable for me. He's but he's yeah. never been he's never been good at fantasy football, mate. I'm surprised he's doing as well as he is, to be honest. I'm sure he'll be on his bit, way down. Got a bit lucky at the start. I didn't mean, that's all. So yeah, basically. So, but yes, yeah, so yeah, well, well done to you, Heath. Um, your your um, manager of the month prize will be sent to you by courier and be expected to arrive in twenty fifty nine. Okay. Well, what I I was intended to say was that maybe we could like to the winner of the manager of the month, we'll just give him a free podcast. You know, you don't have to pay a thing, so we can do that for <laughs> you if you want. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I. I, I'll donate my free podcast to charity because that's the kind of guy I am. Bowie's just scored again, Heath. Has Jack he? Bowie's just scored, yeah. Should have made Two him captain. Uh, I, mean, I mean, I'm happy, but I should have made him captain. Oh. Yeah, I'm putting the raffle ticket back in the mixer. There's no point in me taking it. Yeah, let's 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 get into the, the current situation, the actual league itself. So, like I always say, best till last. So we start at the bottom. Sam Diamond starting to pick up some points, but his team is still a sea of red. He's going to get 15, he's going to get 21 points off his bench with McAllister and Cresswell, if Cresswell carries on to keep a clean sheet. He went Antonio captain, which tells me that maybe he is still looking at his team. Lloris in goal, Ben Rama, but there's, uh, he's got Zaha, Saar, Richarlison, Pogba, Pereira, they're all on, they're all red, so I don't know what he's doing. Then, yeah, he's bottom of the league by a, a mile. El Badger Poopers, let's have a look at him. Mares nine points, Salah seven, uh, Lukaku. He made Lukaku captain. So again, he's checked his team. He's what? He's made some transfers. He's took a minus four. The first free transfer of the season for El Badger Poopers. And get this: Jimenez in, Richarlison out, Simicas in, good out, Kafka in, Marquez out. Interesting. Not sure hey. I understand his thinking there, but hey, 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 let's let's not let's. I think the, the guy's the guy's just a, a smidgen away from pure genius. I'm sure of it. Yeah, I, I I totally agree. Now let's let's move on to someone who isn't unfortunately close to genius, which is Joe Hadley, the UnitedDivision.org. Again, another stinker. He has got seven points, eight points coming off the bench with Walprouse and Armstrong, but Fernandez is captain. Just the one point. Lukaku, Gallagher, Twanzebe. Shaw's on a red, Sancho in his yellow, Foster in goal. It's it's grim reading. I mean, the guy's got 
one of the weaker weeks with 11 points at the moment. Add the extra eight off the bench, so 90, not good really. Then we move on to Ned Starks, my dad, Harrison Copley. Sterling captain, but he's got his Wolves defenders coming off the bench, it looks like. So there's 12 and he's got, he's got, well, he's got 14 points, no, 16 points coming off the bench. So there's plenty of points coming off the bench. So I'm sure he'll be on the move, potentially up the, maybe, maybe not actually. Pavlos Lossi. Now he actually texted me Christmas, around Christmas saying, you better give me a shout out on the, the, the podcast because <laughs> this guy has had an absolute great Christmas apparently. And at the moment he's on 67 points. He has Bowen as captain. Ooh, so yeah. So he wow. he's he's probably gonna have the arguably one of the best weeks of the uh, the game week in the league. So 67 for him. Still needs a goalkeeper in his squad light, but you know. Yeah, he plays it that way. He's a, he's a bit of a maverick, that one. Then we, then we've got uh, let's let's just say King got of the South. Thirteen points on his bench as well. He's got yeah, thirteen points on his bench. Killer, maverick stars that is. King of the South, Ed Moran. He sorry, Eddie Moran. He might not be an Ed. Sorry, Ed or Eddie. <laughs> Gallagher is captain, so he's going to get an extra couple of points for Kane captain. That was an interesting one. Again, another maverick move. Like it. Antonio nine points. Ben Rama six. Got Bednarak. Is he coming off the bench? Yes, he is. So with eight points, nine points come off the bench altogether. So not bad. And then our main man, the Maid Marion or Ben Marion. Good game week. That's <laughs> a good game week. 58 points. He had Laporte, Region, uh, Antonio as captain, 18 points. Broca, Salah. So decent week for the big man. He'll be like, he'll be having a good time with that, you know. <laughs> he'll, be he'll, he'll be he'll be loving life, yeah. He'll, he will he'll be, be absolutely loving life. He'll, he'll dine he'll dine on this game week for, for, <laughs> for, for about the next five years, probably. He will indeed. He will indeed. Actually, I think I, I actually think I might be having the the oh no, Pavlos is beating me actually 67, 62. So I'm on 62 now. FYI, guys, 62. What the hell is going on with Betty Swallocks? I've just clicked in his team and he's steamrolling all of us. <laughs> 73 points. I mean. Yeah, 73 points with two points coming off the bench at so 75. Bonus points still to come. He's got Bowen, Antonio, Soufal. The guy is hard. Well, he's on fire. He's absolutely on fire. Poor old Mike Matthews. He's on 38 points and it hasn't worked for him this week. He, he, is, he was closing the gap, wasn't he? As well, he was. He was. was. He was. So summit, summits on the on seventy points, and I, I like the fact he's got Odson Edwards. He had Bernardo, Bowen, Antonio, Reggion, uh, Salah as well. And is he going to get any points off the bench? No, he's not. So all in all, it looking it's looking. Oh, another another shout out to Zoe Zoe Maria with thirty. 34 points at the moment, but she she's had a really good Christmas as well, from my understand. Cancelo's captain this week didn't quite work out for her, but she's obviously taken inspiration from you, mate, when you've made him captain in the past, and he's absolutely yeah. rock and rolled it for you. So he's got another he's listening. Just got yeah. another week. She's listening. Well, that's all I say. But yeah, guys, good work and um, keep it up. We, we were we were getting a few people asking whether they could join this North versus South uh, mini league, and I had to say no because 
I do not want someone joining the league halfway through the season and going top of poor old John Rogerson after he's having such a great season. It just wouldn't be fair. And on the counter of that, I, yeah, I, w- I wouldn't want someone coming in being awful and, and going bottom of the league below Sam Diamond, who deserves to be bottom of the league. Um, so... Plus, you know, we've got, you know, we don't want to affect the cup as well. We've got cup week in game week, game week 34, the cup week will start. You know, it's a good shout. You know, that's going to be, that's going to be mega. We'll probably get a proper prize out for that, maybe. Let's, mate, let's do that. Let's do that. All right. We have to do that. Okay. Yeah. But that's been good. And yeah, keep, keep it coming, guys. Keep, keep updating teams. Keep transferring. Remember, you got that extra free hit. Yeah, use it wisely. There's some double game weeks coming up. Yeah, just do that. So now we have got the on the spot feature. Now, if if you weren't listening to the podcast before Christmas, you may not have heard of this feature before. So on the spot is basically a chance for State and I. We both do a bit of research into this podcast. We both kind of have some ideas of what we want to talk about, how, you know, how we're going to get to that and what, what's going to happen, et cetera, et cetera. Some things are spontaneous, some things aren't. However, this feature is just all about spontaneity. It's all about getting an instant response. So I've got five questions lined up for State. He's got five questions lined up for me. They have a theme this week because we thought we could just talk about any old shit and it would be a bit odd. So we've, we're going to start theming this feature. And this this week's like feature is... is based around the transfer window and transfers so i'm actually going to start as in i'm going to ask state the five questions now we always want someone to elaborate i haven't actually decided which question i want state to elaborate on so i'm actually going to cheat now and i'm going to wait for his answer and then ask him to elaborate on one question because sneaky sneaky the whole Absolutely. idea behind this is if we were to ask Typical a question... Southern behaviour, this guy. Typical yeah, it is. Behavior. They just don't like to play fairly. They just don't have a clue. That's fine. I'll just, I'll, I'll just do the same back to you then. Fine. No problem. <laughs> well, the whole idea about this is if, if I ask State the question, he could be talking all night, all day, all night, as could I. As, as I said earlier, we both like the sound of our own voices. So what we're going to do is I'm going to ask it. He's going to answer me, you know, with... We have a quick answer, you know. I'm not saying it has to be one worded or it's probably one line would be good, I guess. And and one answer he can elaborate on. So I'll start with the first question. Which newly transferred players in the northern teams will you be aiming to transfer into your FPL team? None. I won't ask you to elaborate on that. <laughs> What's the best transfer of the window so far, in your opinion? I think Rotherham let go of a guy on loan called Jay Cole. I think it's good to see him go out there and get some experience. You want okay. a Premier League one, don't you? That's the one. That's the, that's the badger. <laughs> I think Everton's, I think Everton's signing of Nathan Patterson for the future from Rangers is um, a very good signing. Um, I don't think he'll play straight away for Everton, but I think he could be a, a, a great talent. Nice. Okay. So which team do you believe will do the most business between now and the end of January? Newcastle, shock horror. What transfer would you like to see completed from all the speculative transfers out there at the moment? Oof. Oof. Um, 
I'd like to see Jesse Lingard go back to West Ham on loan or, or even buy him. Nice. Okay. This one I'm going to ask you to elaborate on because I think it's a little bit more interesting than the other four probably. Is there any January transfers that stand out to you in the history of the Premier League? And if so, I guess elaborate. Yeah. Yeah, there's lots of them. So it's a good thing you can ask me to elaborate because I was just going to um, say that to be fair. Um, I think, I think yeah, there's, I mean, Luis Suarez is a big one that um, sticks out for me for Liverpool. It, you know, sent, sent them into that really competing for Premier League and, and made him a really exciting player. And, you know, he was a character. You know, he might have not always done some, some nice things, but, yeah, Luis Suarez was fantastic. I think, you know, it's just those signings which just really sort of take to the Premier League, you know, Thomas Suchek um, um, came on loan in January um, in 2020 to West Ham before they signed him, you know, so, you know, that January loan signing, he's been, you know, he's been a revelation for them, but then you look at some quality that I've just done there, you know, there's been some, some great players who have come through and you just didn't think about it at the time, Bruno Fernandes, 2020, great, great, came on the scene, um, um, Vidic at Man United, they signed him in January, um, as a centre half, and him and Rio Ferdinand went on to form one of the most formidable centre half partnerships in um, in Premier League history. Virgil Van Dijk, Liverpool signed him from Southampton in January, and then they all of a sudden were starting to win titles and really competing like the final jigsaw in their piece. You know, so I think you know these impact signings in January, just which where you can see that they've made a huge difference for those clubs um, and um, made a real influence. It's been really good um, as well. I mean, I could I could go on, but I just I do think you know it's it's always a risk. You know, signing players in January don't get me wrong. Sometimes they take a few months as well, so they don't maybe come into really influencing the game until the following season. Sometimes because they get used to the team and, and whatnot. But I think that's really good. Jesse Lingard last season was really great. Yeah, West Ham, obviously, and. He, um, you know, it was great for him as well because it's also an opportunity in January for a player to get back into playing again. You know, Lingard was in the, you know, just you know, he's that he was in, he was down in the in the dungeons at Man United. He wasn't he wasn't getting out of there to play any games. He comes out of there and he puts himself in the market. He gets back into an England squad. You know, West Ham. You know, he he wanted to try against it, Man United. He'd obviously he's got an affiliation with him. He loves the club. He's been there all his life, you know. But um, I think you know it was there. He, he went out there and he showed everyone, look, I'm I'm still a player here. I can still mean business and I can still you know damage teams as well. And I think you know it's it's, a, it's also very good for the players to try and get that thing. And we could see that again with a few of us this year. I mean January, the business we we're still early Jan, plenty of time to go. So I think that it could all it could all really. You know, take take um, take effect there. It's not just about clubs being out and get that, those players in. It's about players getting the chance to play again and you know try and put themselves back into you know into the, the spotlight of being noticed as a top player again. Yeah, I like it, mate. I, I actually think while you were talking, I was thinking to myself, I've got a really good question for you. So, go on. Here at the oh, FPL podcast, the the Northwest Self FPL podcast, we are givers. We we like to give you guys stuff for free here and here is a sixth question unheard of for on the spot feature stay you can't elaborate on this but i want to know do you know what elaborate on this give us okay. give our listeners what they want right do, 
do you think the transfer window should be there at the moment? Do you think that there should be ongoing transfers from August through to like March, like they did back in the day? Or do you think they should have the transfer windows like they do now? Um, I think they should, once the transfer window shuts at the end of August, I think that's it. You should leave it till the rest end of the season and call upon academy players if instead of having a good game. So no January transfer time. window. Yeah, no January transfer window for me. Don't get me wrong, I love it because you know as a as, as a as a, a fan it's obviously great to see that in a team. But do I think it's right? No, I don't I don't think it is at all. I think clubs do the business before by the end of August and you, you stick with that. If you're struggling, like I said, use your academy players, etc. Because I think that's it has a major effect on not less and less academy players game through as well because you, you know you're in injury problems you do something like this this and this and then you're like oh well come january we can go out and sign a few players no you can't you've got to actually start bringing your youngsters in to, to help you with your problems although it might dilute some of the quality we get coming in in january but at the same time it could bring through some proper homegrown talent um you know whether they're english scottish you know irish welsh Northern Irish, they could bring in. It could hopefully give that more, bit more opportunity for these youngsters to get more chances in in the in the in their clubs. Nice, excellent, good work, mate. I like it. On to your on the spot. Hey, so your on the spot is all about January signings. Okay, so that's my theme. So it's it's like who would you rather sign? So that's how I'm going with it for this one. So I'll I'll cut straight in here. These are all people who signed for their for their clubs in January. So who would you have signed, Suarez or Aubameyang, when they signed? Who would you rather have gone for? I th- although, although I think Aubameyang was arguably better stats-wise, I would have gone Suarez just because he was Mr. Reliable. Probably barely missed a game. Actually, do you know what? I can't elaborate. Yeah, Suarez. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I didn't ask you to elaborate, so don't do it. <laughs> don't, don't be starting to piss me off now, boy. Okay. <laughs> Vidic or Virgil van Dijk? Van Dijk. You didn't like that one, did you? Yeah. Absolute idiot. Um, these are the next two are both loan signings. Suchek or Tielemans? Oh, um... Erm's not an option. That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, I know it's I, a good one. I, I, I prefer... I for, for a player, I prefer Tulemans, but I'm going to go Suchek. That's it. Can't elaborate. Okay. No, you can't. You're right. Did elaborate then, a little bit, but... No, you can't. I'm sorry. Coutinho or Bruno Fernandes? Bruno Fernandes, hands down. And then this final one, which you can elaborate on. So you've got vouchers from January for, for, for Christmas and you've got January sales. You can go like House of Fraser or you know, next home and stuff. Are you buying a new steak, griddle pan, or a ninja cooker? And elaborate, please. Yeah, I mean, I guess the first thing I need to ask you is what the fuck are both of those things? <laughs> What's a ninja cooker? Well, we can tell who does the cooking at your house. So, yeah. Um I'm I'm not going to leave you be until you give me an answer and um, elaborate, please. I'm not going to be nice. Okay, to so you. the first, so it's, it's a ninja cooker, but I don't know what it is, and a steak griddle. Yeah, you get like what? a griddle pan for like your steaks. 
Yeah, I, well, we don't ever eat steaks because my missus likes her steak differently to me. And so you don't care for an eat? No, you, 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 can, you can't, you're not capable of cooking one. No, steak. not necessarily. Because I, I, I think of steak being something that I can't necessarily cook that well, that I'll enjoy it that much, that I will accept it being a cheap dinner. It's an unhealthy dinner. And there are other, loads of other things that I enjoy more as a cheat dinner, unhealthy dinner that I'll have at some point during the week. So no, I probably wouldn't have steak. If my missus wasn't around, I'd cook myself a steak and I'd be happy to use the steak griddle, but I don't, wouldn't use it enough, I'm afraid. So I have to go for this ninja cooking thing and I don't even know what that is. So tell me what it is. Looking at the ninja cooker is fantastic. It's just like, you could do so much with it. If you want to cook chips, like fantastic chips, get a ninja cooker. Uh, you know it's fantastic well so it's like a deep fryer yeah it does deep frying and that but it's not as unhealthy and greasy as, as that so it's it's good you can do lots in it you can do so much things with it i recommend it look into it and get one all right okay so i guess i've got a seventh question for you for on the spot what the fuck's that got to do with the transfer window <laughs> january transfer you're gonna buy in january it's you know it's transfer signing you're signing it for your kitchen you're buying a new griddle pan or you know what's needed you know what does your kitchen team need does it need a new griddle pan or a ninja cooker like i say i'll go a ninja cooker it sounds like it, it'll be used more than the steak griddle and you're getting it in the january sales you know which is and transfer. i just i just want to make sure because i'm still elaborating here i'm allowed to um that the fpl audience know that i am a massive steak fan it's not like i don't like steak it's just like, like I find that you only ever have a good steak normally when you go out and you eat it in a restaurant rather than when you have it at home where you cook it yourself. It tastes okay, but the, and I'm sure there's people listening right now who can tell me how you cook a great steak. I know. Yeah. Six I'm minutes, not going to tell you how you cook Six a minutes, steak. turn it over every minute. I'm not going to tell you how to cook a great steak because I, it took me long enough to learn myself. So the only way you can find out is if you come up here and you're lucky enough for me to give you a steak. Probably won't be how you want it cooked, though, the way you've behaved on this question. Shocking. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. I can't wait, mate. I just can't wait for the invite to come through. Yeah. <laughs> it's, in, it's in the burst. Okay. Six <laughs> minutes, mate. Six minutes. You stick it on the pan. Six minutes. You turn it over every minute. That's that's how I do it. Useless. Useless. What, what do you do? Come on. Come on. While we're at no, it. While we're at it. I'm not teaching you. I'm not doing it. I'm not. No, I refuse. I'm All right. Okay. I'm not having it. We need to get respectful. We need, to get, we need to get Delia on here. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be having you. How are her boys uh, ended up in the end? What's the score? Oh, they, 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 got, they got beat, obviously. 2-0 two, two West Ham. Beautiful. Going double. West Ham move up to fourth in the league. And, um, yeah, they're, 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 they're very happy. So, I mean, Arsenal can gut jump back above them if they win the game in hand. Spurs win two of their games in hand they've got three games in hand but on them but if they just win two of them they'll go above them man united can go level on points with them if they win their two games and that fourth spot race should should be good it should it should be good looking excited looking exciting for that since um my prediction once you know i think it's all gone downhill since um about a month or so back when i said how, how, how great it was to see like a three horse title race and christmas has come and bang no, it's, it's over <laughs> so, yeah, <you> know, it's <laughs> 
Chelsea and Liverpool can't keep up, and Man City are too good. So there you go. Job's job's gone. I, I curse the Premier League, so you can you can blame me for that, folks. What, so. what what do you think about the bottom? What's happening down the bottom in your mind? Who's who's oh, uh, who's who's going down at the moment? I don't know. I think all four teams seem to want to go down at the moment. Um, it's which is quite interesting. They they all seem to want to let the other one stay up. Um, which is you know quite a fun game. Burnley want to sell their trusted striker especially when the other main players on on AFCON duty so you know that's 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 clever play um yeah I mean Brentford are on a such a terrible run but the, you know the 12 points clear of safety so I think you know thinking that they're, they're probably going to be all right you know at this, at this rate um to, to be honest with you I think yeah the bottom four I mean it only takes a good run of two or three wins and you sort of you know you're all of a sudden looking at being safe but you just can't see where the wins are coming for for these sides, but I suppose we've got a few weeks coming up where they're playing each other, and that'll it's going to end somebody most likely Norwich. They'll be they'll be done very soon, and and that I think you know what you'll what you'll find is that the likes of Watford have got obviously your boys. You've got Newcastle away coming up, huge game. You mm. know you, you need you need to get. Not lose. Well, you, you need to not, not lose, lose that yeah. one. That one, we, yeah. yeah. But you know, but then again, you know, Watford can score goals. But then, then you've got Burnley away as well on Tuesday night. These, if you can get two wins, which you're more than capable of doing, then you get six points there. All of a sudden, you're looking hunky dory out of there, aren't you? And you know, everyone's sort of going to be saying, right, great. You know, Watford are there. They've just killed Newcastle and Burnley off, and you know, let, let's just send those three teams down. So it's. You know, it's going to be you know an interesting few days for your lot and Newcastle and Burnley because everyone knows that how vital a win could be there to to get that. And you know, to be fair, everything points to Watford being more likely to get the win because the other two have only won one game all season each. Not I'm disagreeing with you, but the only thing I would say is that Newcastle they have incredible kind of support at the moment considering where they are they seem like they're really getting behind Eddie Howe even that Cambridge game no I know but I know but like look how many people turned up for that game yeah that was ridiculous you can have all the support in the world but if you're shit you're not going to win games just because of supporters you know it's not necessarily but you have to know what I mean Look at yeah. that, that was their main team basically they had pretty much out against Cambridge. God, Cambridge, we, we gave them a bloody eye didn't league not long back, you know. It's I mean yeah. I mean it, it, there's no there's no you can't excuse being shit, you know, and saying oh fans could do them. Yeah, they've got great support and they'll never give up on all of Newcastle fans, don't get me wrong, and that's great as a club. But, you know, is that gonna save them this season? I mean, it, it, you know, I won't put it down to that. They need to make some more signings and, and really strengthen. And that's what's going to save them is the fact that they've got a lot of money and they can afford to buy players or they can afford to get people on loan on good wages and then they'll be able to deliver. You know, that's the one thing that'll save them if it's going to... Because Watford have been poor, they've got a chance still. There's, but it's, you know, like I said, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I, I personally think it's um, it's Norwich, Burnley, and Newcastle going down. Watford will stay up. They'll actually. I think Watford are going to push for Europe after this. These three wins in a row, they've got all the difficult fixtures out of the way, and I think that they'll be um, 
they'll be going to they'll be going on the European tour. Even <laughs> even smoking the pipe whilst I've not been watching or something. No, <laughs> it's, it's, it's this red wine's really red white. <laughs> red wine going down a bit too well, I think. The kids put the wine down, go to go get some water and come back to, to the land of the living and not cloud cuckoo land, please. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. So anyway, yeah, obviously after our good on the spot and everything and um, a little bit of additional chat for you all there, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. Always good for a debate, me and Heath, that's for sure. Game week preview. So this is how, how we're going to set up our squads or how are we looking, what we're looking to do for the for the upcoming game week, I guess. Um, we've got, um, as, as we've already sort of mentioned, um, we've got a couple of, a number of teams have got double headers, mainly Southern teams, Watford, Brighton, Chelsea, Spurs, Brentford. So six Southern teams have two games. Um, is that not five, sorry, and three three Northern teams, Burnley, Leicester and Man U, um, have two games each. So that's the, the plan for this week. Heath, what, what are you thinking? What's what's in the mindset for this week, pal? Well, I've got I've got a good good kind of like um set of players already, but I am plagued by a couple of injuries to big players. So at the moment I've got I've got Guaita Guaita in goal. Again, he's got Brighton away, bit of a derby that, but Ramsdale's got Spurs away. So it's a bit of a you know harder derby really for Ramsdale. Arguably, arguably with Spurs. You just never know with them. So I've got Rudiger, he's got two fixtures, City and Brighton. So I'm happy with him. Lamptey and Cucurella, they both got two fixtures each. So I've got Crystal Palace, Chelsea. Soufal, who's got his clean sheet tonight, he's got Leeds at home. That's a good fixture. Then I'm moving on to my midfield. I've got Bowen. The guy's on form. Arguably, if he had, because he's only got one fixture, it's difficult to pick your captain. Any other season, this would be really easy right now. And I, I would have just given it to Kane without even thinking. But it's really tough. So Bowen actually might be in contention. But I've got other options. So Lucas Moura's going to be in the team. Arsenal, Leicester away. And then I've got Mount, who's got Man City and Brighton, like Rudiger. Son is injured and he's out for a while. So I think I'll probably play. I'm, I'm actually thinking I'll probably play Smith-Rowe because if he's fit, the way he and Saka and some of the younger players played against Spurs the other time. They really seem to get right behind it. So I think they'll go, he'll go into my team if he's fit. I hope he's fit. Then I've got Antonio and Kane up front. Antonio, obviously just a one fixture. So it's tough. I've got Watkins on the bench, but then I've got Son, James and Ramsdale. Son and James are both injured for a while. And Watkins playing Man United at home. Arguably, I could again probably put him in because you never know with United at the moment. But it's, it's not a team that... I've got a lot of double players in there, but I am tempted to play a free hit because I'm thinking to myself, I want some more Watford. I want some better Tottenham. I want Reggie on, for instance. I want some better Chelsea because I've only got two out of a potential three, even though Man City's one of their games. So I'm tempted to play a free hit, but this is where the fantasy football rules, if the rules were different and you could play two chips at once... I would 100% play my bench boost and my free hit at once, but obviously it doesn't work like that. You can't do that, otherwise most people would do it. So, yeah, I, I have a decision to make whether to play my free hit. If I'm being totally honest with you, mate, and, and I'm 
I love FPL, but I've got to be honest with you, the last FA Cup week and these cancellations and stuff, I've really not looked at my team. I've not cared about FPL for a bit because just I found it hard to be motivated for it. It just doesn't seem like it's that interesting until tonight where games are kicking off with players I've got. I didn't even know there was a game last night. That's how bad it's been. But now I'm back on it again and I'm looking at my team and I think there's a lot to do. So again, free hit might be played, might not be. We'll see. But I'm, I'm excited either way because I've got a lot of double players there if I don't play a free hit or if I do. So how about yourself, mate? Yeah, well, um, I'm definitely playing my free hit this week. That's that's a that's a definite. That's a good. That's a, a go for launch. We are going for it. You know, my, you know, Mama always said life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. And well, I know what I'm gonna get. It's a free hit, and I'm gonna get it big. That's what we're doing. There's your movie quote of the week as well for those guys. So enjoy that one. But yeah, free hit this week's gonna happen. United have got three a double game week. You know they've got. Villa away, they've got Brentford away. Yeah, United aren't in great form, but um, they have got a certain man called Rafael Varane back fit, and when he plays, United tend to not do too badly defensively a lot of the time. You know, when they have kept clean sheets this season, it's generally you know sort of been in and around the team. Um, but um, yeah, he's he's sort of. Um, a big thing, you know, so I probably might be looking at him. I've already already got Ronaldo in my team. Um, so yeah, there's there's gonna be three Man United players probably in there. There's gonna be three Leicester players in there. They've got Burnley away, then like Spurs at home. Um I can see there being goals for them at, at Burnley and I can see them and Spurs having quite an entertaining game as well. You know, I think that, that could be good. Uh, Liverpool at home at Brentford, you know, that's a big one to try and get you know, three Liverpool players in my squad. So, I mean, at the moment, you know, I'm, I'm going to have some a couple of Wolves lads in there as well. So that's where I'm going to focus on. And I'll still have a couple of my City. I know they're playing Chelsea, but, you know, I think there's um, I think there's going to be scope. I mean, at the moment, I've got Saar in net, Cody at the back, Trent at the back, Cancelo and Diaz. Um, midfielder, Demary Gray, Yotta, James Madison. Foden, Foden will probably come out because I'm not, he's not fully fit and I don't think Pep will risk him against Chelsea, not fully fit. I think he'll be looking at the likes of Sterling and Mares will be playing. Obviously, KDB will be there. Um, they'll, they'll be the ones that were playing. Maybe Grealish might, might play as well, but I don't think Foden will, will start. Bernardo Silva probably will start. So then four, then Ronaldo and Calvert-Lewin up top. I'll keep Calvert-Lewin in, the Everton player at Norwich. I think that'll be a, mu- a must-do as well. Um, so that's what I've got at the moment. A bench of Norris, Holgate, Pookie and Samari. But there's going to be some more changes to that, that's for sure. Um, I'm going to be looking at Leicester. What are they going to do up top? You know, How are they going to play it? Because there's no Vardy, there's no Inacho. Dakar's 75%. Are they going to play him? Or are they going to maybe look at doing something like um, Iosi Perez, maybe? Because, um, you know, we know he's played up front before. Harvey Barnes, would he maybe make a, a makeshift striker? Luckman, you know, Luckman's obviously scored a couple of goals in his last two games, but he plays out wide. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what Leicester actually do up top this weekend. Um, like I said, I think I think you're probably more likely, if Dakar's 75% at the moment, We'll find out a bit more of him by Friday morning. And, you know, he could be 
one to bring in for them, I suppose. Um, but but yeah, it's you know there's going to be some late changes in my side. I'm going to try and keep it as late as possible. Obviously, we've got a Friday night game at, at, at ten o'clock, so teams in by half six on Friday, folks. So don't don't find yourself um, thinking you've got until Saturday morning this week. Nice, mate. Nice. And a good shout out with the um, the game week deadline as well, because again, I think hopefully, I, well, I think I speak for a lot of people by the fact that they there's been so much going on, and there's not really been a huge amount of structure to these game weeks recently that it's easy to kind of forget when the when the game week deadlines are. So, one thing I just want to bring up, we have our first bit of FPL merchandise. State, I don't know if you can see this. Yeah. So I'll bring the camera down a little bit. It's a T-shirt that was given to me that has North versus South, FPL podcast, FPL underscore Southerner, which if you guys are keeping up on Twitter is now incorrect because uh, my Twitter handle is no longer happening anymore because I got hacked over Christmas. And now my, my Twitter handle is just FPL Southerner, no underscore. So thank you very much for the guys who guys from work who bought this for me for my leaving present, along with the mic set and everything. It was very kind of you guys. So I thought I'd give you a shout out on the podcast. It was, it was a really thank nice you. present. Shame it's out of date. It's not your fault. It's not my fault. It's, you know, it is what it is, technical. But, you know, we've got our first bit of merchandise. And I, I think, mate, we should we should run with it you know definitely we could we could make them that's where we could make some millions yeah millions of buttons or (laughs) (laughs) i don't think you mean pounds do you millions of japanese yen (laughs) millions of of minions let's get some minions in you know that'd be good yeah (laughs) nice i think with that spirit we need to we need to move on to our final feature I'm always a bit nervy about your quizzes because I just don't know which angle you're going to take me in, but I'm looking forward to it nonetheless. Well, this week's quiz, the price is right. We've done something like this before and I figured, well, January transfer, we've had some new transfers coming in, so let's see if you've been on the ball at looking at some what, what players are coming in at. Um, and also, I've gone to some like format, some players who were signed in recent chat. January transfer windows and gonna sort of see what your what your thoughts were and what prices they came in at. You know, let you have a little bit of an opinion on it. Do you think the right prices as well? So, you know, we've got a bit of that going on today. Um got ten questions. There's no fine, no fine this week. I think it's a bit harsh doing fines with all the uncertainty. There's you know, it's, it's already tough enough. So once maybe things are hopefully back to a bit of normality again we can we can start bringing back some fines into to the quizzes but uh, this time around it's just going to be pure me just being gloating if you don't do well and if you do well well you know you can glow back so it's all about pride and that's what we're going for this time around okay yeah nice excellent so we're going to start with your team let's see if you've really been paying attention to Watford because they've been busy in the transfer window so far this year a few signings coming in. So let's see if you know what prices they've been introduced into FPL. Let's make sure those hands are up. I don't want to see them typing away or anything or clicking away. Um, so um, none of that, please. So we'll go with Watford's new signing, Samir Gitano de Sousa Santos, a.k.a. Samir. 
So I think he came in at 4.5. 4.5, correct. Well done. Good work. Hassan Kamara. Am I just doing higher or lower, or am I giving me the actual... no, no. give me give me the price? If you need options, I can give you options, but I'll let you decide. I mean, I I don't know this one. I don't know this one, so I'm guessing. But because he's a fullback, I'm thinking he should be more. I'll go, yeah, I'll go for. Do you know what? I think this might be a trick question. I think he's four point five as well. He is four point five. Hey. Well done. Well done. And then finally, the third final Watford player I've put in this one, Edo Kayembe. I reckon he's probably 4.5. Incorrect. He's 5 million years. That's ridiculous. He's the he's just the, the worst one out of the three. He's gonna, <laughs> yeah, but he's a midfielder, isn't he? Yeah, but he's going to be a holding midfielder who gets loads of bookings. So. How much is Musa Suzuka? He's 4.5, isn't he? Yeah. So you, you agree with me that he should be... 4.5, he shouldn't be more than Musa, should he? Exactly. Kayembe should be 4.5. Yeah. It arguably yeah, should, no. it should be 3.5. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you find any players worth 3.5 out, outside of a keeper. I don't even think there's a keeper at that level yet. So, But I think that should be good. I think someone should get relegated to that price and see if people just bring him in just like... Uh, he would fun. be massively owned because everyone who does their wild card no. will bring that player no. in. Not if you did it as a keeper, mate. Put someone like a defender in as a three point five. Would you waste that on a defender? Yeah, I guess. Not on a keeper because you like you said, yeah, keeper. Everyone would do it because then it just gives them an extra half a million on on whatever. So yeah, but yeah, there's, so there's two out two out of three there. Well done on on that. So um, onto other modern other current recent signings in the January transfer window. We've already, I've already mentioned this lad's name. Nathan Patterson at Everton. They've signed him for 12.6 million from Rangers. What price do you think he's in at? I can give you three options if you want options. No, I think I think I know it. I think it's 4.5. Yes, well done. Very good. Very good indeed. And then Everton again. They've spent 21.5 million on Vitaly Mikolenko. What do you think he's in at? I, I am I going higher or lower? I'm just going to name the price. Again, I want price. I want the actual price. Five million, five million without a doubt. Yeah, well done. Good work. Good work. And then finally, on the recent signings, Kieran Trippier. How much is he coming at? Five million. Well done, Heath. You have known your your modern signings. Good work. I'm impressed. Very impressed. Apart from Kayembe. <laughs> Yeah, but... to be fair, he's only just joined the, the FPL, so I haven't even had a chance to see him in there. Yeah, that, that's it, isn't it? Um, then, so now we're going for historic ones. I'm not going far miles and miles back because it's difficult to sometimes get a stat. So these players are all still playing in the Premier League or with Premier League clubs at the moment. Okay, all right. So we'll start with Virgil van Dijk, signed for Liverpool in 20, January 2018 for 75 million. What was his price at the start of that season for Southampton? I can give you options if you want to. I'm not going to take any options because realistically, I'm I'm looking at five, five and a half or six. I'm going to go with five. He was five and a half. Oof. But those were the three options I'd have given you. Yeah. Yeah. Five and a half. He's now worth six point six million. So, I mean, he's he's not going to like. Massive amounts, but 1.1 million. I, I'm going to put it out there and say I think he actually un, has underachieved in FPL in my my mind mindset. Although he's very good, 
he doesn't score anywhere near as many goals as I thought he would do. And he doesn't shoot from distance like he did for Celtic and, and did at the very beginning of his Southampton career. He doesn't seem to take shots from outside the box like he used to. I mean, he's, he's got 86 points this season. You know, so no, he does. He does well. I just thought he would be another level. I thought I didn't think Trent would ever be that level that he's at. But I thought Virgil Van Dijk would be like the John Terry back in the day, and yeah, you would have to have him in your team. Yeah, eighty-six points. You know, it's, you know, it's six highest defending scorer in the, in the game at the moment. So he's not doing bad. But no, but the thing about Liverpool is that you, arguably, if you're picking Liverpool players. You, you, you've got to have Salah, really, let's be honest, unless you're in my situation, you've got to have Salah. And then if you've got Salah, then you've got to have Trent, arguably, again, you know, arguably the best defender in the in the whole league for FPL. And then if you're going to go for a third Liverpool, you're, you're either looking at Yotta, Robertson or Van Dijk, and he's number three out of those three, really, isn't he? So what I'm trying to say is that I had it in my mind that I thought... Van Dyke would be number one. Yeah, I, I, I say what you're saying. And yeah, if Robertson and Adam, the injuries probably be scoring more points than Van Dyke would be, I guess, yeah. at the moment. But we'll see. But yeah, excellent. Well, unlucky on that one. But you know, you, you're in the right ballpark. So that, that's good. Well, next, going to go for Bruno Fernandes, signed in 2020 for 62 million. What was his starting FPL price? I think, I, I think. It's seven and a half million. You're close, but you're not quite there. He was eight million. Came in at eight million. Damn. I mean, he's now eleven point six million. Yeah. I mean, that's three point six million increase from when he first joined the, the league. Obviously, won't quite won't really as well known, obviously playing in the Portuguese league and that standard's not seen it, but obviously Bruno, he hit the ground running, didn't he, for United and he, then last season he were quality. This year he's having a bit of a blip because well, you know, he just is because he started at 12 million this season, actually. So, he, you know, he's gone up 4 million since joining the Premier League. That's and, big... and shout out to our very first podcast that we published because it was all about Fernandez and Salah because they both scored big on the first game week. Oh, yeah, and I had them both for my team. So, yeah, it was good. Good week. Very good week. So, yeah, unlucky. 7.5, good shout. And going low, that was, that was what I was hoping you'd do because that shows knowledge because he was low. No one would mm. believe you right now if someone said, oh, do you know that Bruno came in and was only 8 million? They'd be like, behave. I'm like, no, he was. Um, so there you go. Right. Um, signed Ben Rama. He signed in 20, last season, Jan 2021 20, for West Ham for 20 million. What was his starter price? Mm. That's tricky. I actually think he could be quite high. I think he could be... I'll go for seven and a half with him, actually. You disappoint me. Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 the most ludicrous answer you've had so far in this quiz. Um, he came in at six million. It's uh, uh, only five point nine million now. So, uh, well, I just uh, thought, why bring him up? I thought maybe he came in at quite a high price. And that... double, this isn't his first money. season. It was last season, right? Yeah, Jan twenty. Yeah, Jan twenty twenty one. So I thought maybe he came in high. Hence why you put him in. It's again me yeah. trying to get in your head rather than just answer the fucking question. Really, it's me who's getting in your head because I've just, I've just absolutely done you with that one as well. So <laughs> you're not doing, ve- you're not doing very well on the, um, the historic ones. No. So, yeah. And, and then finally, our great friend, Mister Abamyang, signed in Jan 2018 for Arsenal for 60 million or around that mark. What price did he come in at, at FPL? 
I'm going to go with 10.5 million. Well done, mate. Spot on. 10.5 hey. million. Um, you know, he came in with a hefty price and he warranted that hefty price in that straight away because he performed for Arsenal for the rest of that season. He did he did well. And, um, you know, he then went on to, to do well for another couple of seasons before having um, a few blips, really, we, we could say now, I think, um, to be honest. Because, yeah, he's got 10 goals from January to the end of the season, um, which was a great return. Um, and then he scored 22 goals for the following two seasons. Then last season, just the 10. And then this season, he's only got the four at the moment. And after his big fallout, he's probably not going to score again this season in the league, if, unless there's some drastic injuries happen at Arsenal. Um, so, um, yeah, Mr. Aubameyang, um, see you later. He's definitely not scoring in January because he's over in the Af AFCON playing for Gabon, isn't he? So, yeah, good shout there, mate. I was going to put in the Philippe Coutinho one, but in one of the groups we're both in, some knobhead um, doing that and put the price in there. So I have to take that. <laughs> um, so. that that's a good chance, actually. We should shout that group out. What, what's the group called again off the top of your head? The WhatsApp group. Um, it's, it's a good group, to be fair. Lots, you get great info from people, to be fair. It's called Dream Team slash FBL slash Guy. So basically anyone who plays in any of those Dream Teams, I reckon there's plenty of people in there who do all three. And there's Crazy. definitely a fair, a few, fair play. There's, there's definitely a fair few doing the AFCON as well on top of that. I, I decided against the AFCON. I don't really know enough about some of the, the weaker nations to do it. I just don't have the time to do the research. I'm doing Superbrew on it, so I'm predicting the scores. So, yeah, there's, there's, I'm doing that to sort of, you know, keep a bit of interest in it and try to watch some games as well. Um, some, a crazy game happened today, I believe, um, with the referee <laughs> taking centre stage. Um, did he go to referee school, I wonder? I do not know. But um, if he did, he needs to buy a watch that works for starters. Um, I think the, the good thing about him, I think he turned, he told VAR basically to F off without saying it. He said, no, I'm not going to overrule a red card like you suggest I do. I'm going to keep him sent off. And but was he right? Was he right? I mean, I don't even know, but... Um, I've not seen it yet. I've only heard the stories. But um, either way, I, I don't want to... I don't want to I don't want to look at it because I just love the fact that he did it and he just said, nah, I'm the referee. I'm going to make the decision. Not so, so, so he basically blew the whistle at 86 minutes, then he blew, or 85 minutes, then he blew the whistle again at 89 minutes or something. Yeah. I mean, it's just, the, the, the problem here is that there was a lot of talk about African nations and, and the credibility and how people were dismissing it and being very patronising towards it. And then that happens in the first couple of games. You yeah. know, that isn't very good <laughs> but that's not that's not the african nation's fault in a sense it's just a, a very dodgy referee or, or, or a, a elaborate referee a bit of a an overtop did you see the goalkeeper as well for that they oh, yeah for see it was sierra leone wasn't it? yeah brilliant absolutely brilliant the great game it, it was on twitter the other day about our twitter when they they showed it the clips of the guy and they were saying this is like being in FIFA or Pro Evo mode of bringing your goalkeeper out because he was so eccentric, made a lot of good saves, but they were very odd kind of saves. Something you could see in Sunday League. There have been all sorts of crazy goalkeepers over the years, but like a Bruce Grobelar type of performance, if that makes oh, sense. Yeah, uh, Brucey, legend. Did a, went to a sportsman's dinner with Brucey. I sat on the same table as him. He was a cracking guy. Great guy to speak to. Yeah, it was, um, it was, it was funny and had some great stories, which um, 
I mean, he told stories to everyone when he was doing his stand-up bit, but I got a bit lucky as we were on the table with him and he was telling us stories all the way through, really, and just loved it. Enjoyed the, enjoyed the beer as well, so, you know, top man. Top good lad, man. good lad, nice. Well, yeah. on that 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 great note of, uh, of Bruce Grobler's wobbly legs, I think we're going to have to say goodbye to, to everyone and wrap this up, so... I reckon that Bruce Grobler could end up being a caption for this podcast now probably he snuck in um, there he snuck yeah. in there through the back door yeah don't forget the the fpl tweet handles and everything do you want to go with that Heath, yeah again i'm gonna have to shout this out on here because if you're listening and you aren't aware i was hacked during christmas period they've asked me to provide more details with my email address unfortunately me being stupid i used a irrecoverable email address thinking I was smart so I could sign up to this new Twitter handle and, and basically it's, I've been caught out so because I've been hacked it means I can't get back into the account so I've had to well just ignore it so FPL underscore Savannah rest in peace it's gone you know like it, it was great while it lasted okay. and, and this merchandise this merchandise that I'm wearing at this very moment in time one day will go down in history because it's incorrect <laughs> and and also just to let you know we also started a new handle for the north versus south podcast so that we can we're going to start basically sending out the the emails with all the podcast information via that and then just cc'ing in myself and and stay and that's how we're going to do it going forward so if you're wondering what that extra fpl twitter is so the first Twitter handle is called at FPLNVS, which is the North versus South podcast's Twitter handle. Then we've got State, which he's still at FPL underscore Northerner. And now I am just FPL Southerner. So there's no space in between FPL and Southerner. There's no underscore. It's just at FPL Southerner. And guys, if you're listening, follow us, You know, give us feedback or constructive criticism, as we mentioned earlier. We're all ears and we love the interaction. Really great to be back in a, in a, in a new year. And um, we've got so much to come, in, you know, in the next couple of months and stuff. And yeah, we can't wait. So for me, it's goodbye. Goodbye as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks very much, guys. Enjoyed it and um, happy new year to you all again. Yeah, actually, cool. actually, I'm going to break into that. And from me... To stay, I'm going to wish a massive congratulations because he got engaged over Christmas. So massive congratulations, mate. And if you guys want to wish him congratulations, be my guest. Or commiserations. Or commiserations. Yeah, I, 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 should, I should give your other half's Twitter handle to the FPL community so they can wish her commiserations. <laughs> oh, yeah, <she laughs> how how you duped her into that, I don't know. She'd love, she'd love that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, take care and uh, we'll see you next week.